Up next on NHL Fantasy On Ice, Rob and Pete work their way through the loaded Thursday slate with some help from the goalie master. Are there any devils worth holding on to? And goalie advice from the man who knows best. It's the Thursday edition. What's good, everybody? Jensen, Reese, and Satriano in the house talking Thursday Slade and everything NHL fantasy right now, guys. What's up, Davey boy? Good to see you, my man. Glad to be back. It's been a couple weeks. Hope you guys had a nice Thanksgiving. We're into December now and big slate tonight. Davey, how was the Thanksgiving? Thanks for coming in, by the way. We've missed you. It was good. I was here watching the parade with the fam, so that was kind of cool. That, uh, you like know a, me, I'm always in the office. That's so. like a, Yeah, that's like a staple tradition for you. It's a holiday, but you come into the office, huh? So that was that was me, yeah. Dedicated, so. focused, unlike your New Jersey Devils and P.K. Subban, who's struggled and is on the ice at Bryant Park doing his thing while his team is just plummeting into the standings. How are you feeling about the Devils? I'm feeling like it was not the best of Heinz, but it was the worst of Heinz. <laughs> and I'm glad that... You know, they needed a change. Something had to be done. So we'll see what happens now. What can Elaine Nasruddin do to resurrect the fantasy value of this team? Because right now there's nothing. I, I mentioned it on one of the other shows. I'm clinging to Kyle Palmieri. But if I had Subban right now, I would drop him. We've talked at length about that. Uh, there's no goaltending. And Taylor Hall might get traded. So is there any, from the inside scoop, Davy Satriano, big devil's guy, is there any fantasy uh, appeal moving forward? Taylor Hall is the only guy I would say there is because, hey, he might get traded. If not, we know he's a contract year. He wants to play well. He's got to play better. Subban, five points this season, none on the power play. He's got to go. Palmieri, nothing. They're not scoring. You said they have three, four goaltenders. No one's doing anything. (laughs) Taylor Hall is the only guy I would sniff. And for the listeners out there, there is no bigger New Jersey Devils fan than Davey Satriano. We know that. The regular (laughs) listeners know that. But just to make it clear for everyone – Davy Satriano is suffering. It's been rough for you. Rough times. And it was funny, too, like when Hines, well, it wasn't funny they got fired, but when he did, they had, I think, three hours to prepare with Nazardine as coach. Just an awkward kind of situation, awkward amount of time, and it's going to take a lot more than three hours to fix that team. And Davey, once Jack Hughes comes back from this injury, I mean, he looks a little overmatched right now at the center position in his first season. Uh, Is he worth keeping uh, just for maybe some garbage points over the second, third, and fourth quarters of the season? Yeah, I would hang on to him for a little bit. We had this discussion in the office the other day. I think Sean, Mike, and I, a couple guys who work at night, Mm -hmm. we're saying he's a guy that you should try him at the wing because of the size, just he can get more done there and just there's not as much that he would need to do. So that could be something that maybe it's worth trying for them. I think their power play should improve, too, with the coaching change. They've got to try some new looks, get PK back on the top unit. And at least in fantasy, if those guys start picking up power play points, they'll they'll remain some value with the rest of the season. It was crazy, though. I mean, they came back with a pulse against the Vegas Golden Knights the other day, lost by a goal. Um, The end of the game, though, was interesting. It was like all Sammy Votnin on the ice. Not much of Subban in the final minutes when they made a nice little push to try to tie that game. So maybe Votnin's another guy that in his contract year can yield some fantasy value in light of this Subban situation and his decline. Yeah, he's been very underrated for the Devils this year. I think he's a great defenseman. We knew he was in Anaheim, but when you get a guy like PK, he just overshadows everything. But Vatanen's been really steady back there. He does everything and on the power play. So he's a guy that 
Yeah, he can definitely do something for you. I'd rather have him than PK at this point. Let's turn it ahead to some more exciting teams in fantasy here because let's <laughs> face facts, the Devils aren't going to do anything for you the rest of the season. Chicago faces the Boston Bruins on Thursday evening. Our FanDuel contest is live. Get in it with us. Is David Pasternak a must-roster player? I think that he is. However, I don't have him in this contest because I figured everyone else would. Uh, I just think this could be the night where maybe he doesn't get on the board. But I just want to say to the listeners out there, this morning, fresh an hour ago, less, Rob Reese wrote an article behind the numbers Mm -hmm. on Will Pasternak score 50 goals in 50 games, which has only been done eight times by Mm -hmm. five players. And it was a great read. I think you should all read it. It breaks down the numbers. But the guy is, what, 28, 5, and 28? Ridiculous. He can can score every night at will, but I just said I'll, I'll I'll use my funds elsewhere tonight. It's pretty crazy, too. He's only 23 years old and looks destined to lead the NHL in goals, which means uh, sky's the limit for this guy if he's already hitting the sky for most players. It really is, and I think he can do it. He really, if just a couple more hat-tricks along the way, some multi-goal games, and hey, facing the Blackhawks, very good opportunity to do it with or without top center Patrice Bergeron in the lineup. I'm trying not to overthink this one, but this is probably the first time all year that I've taken the top price goalie and just slotted him in and built the rest of my lineup. Taking Tuka Rask, I think between how well Halak's playing, uh, lighting a fire. I mean, he's number two in our rankings, has been for quite a while now, but Rask has been arguably number one lately. I think he could shut out the Blackhawks here. And that's not to be uh, too harsh on the Hawks, but they're, they're in a tailspin right now. One thing I won't be doing, I learned my lesson as I took the Carolina Hurricanes over the Boston Bruins the other night, as mm-hmm. did Nick Alberga. I thought it was a bit of a trap for the Bruins. I will not be jumping in front of the Bruins train moving forward they're just winning games just like the capitals the capitals winning every single game the bruins are winning every single game do not try to fade these teams Mm -hmm. i'm done trying to do it it's just killing me in the wallet and it's killing me emotionally i'm (laughs) off that trend i ain't doing it anymore well, I actually, so I have Krejci and Marshawn. I passed an the only guy I don't have on that line tonight. Mm-hmm. But we're in December, guys, and the Bruins still don't have a regulation loss at home. Mm-hmm. It's 15, 16 games. So that, that says something, too. And Krejci's up to $6,700. So just look at what that player can do. Even when Bergeron comes back in season-long leagues, I really recommend keep David Krejci on your roster because we all know, especially with Bergeron's injury history, that could be a trend where maybe they shut him down late in the season to save him up a little bit. So keep Krejci rest of season regardless of when Bergeron returns. How do you guys view the Blackhawks goalies? Because that has been a true roller coaster. At one point when they were 5-1 and one in a six-game span, we were like, they've got a pretty good timeshare going. But right now things going off the rails. I don't know that I would want to own either of those two guys and put my trust in them moving forward. Yeah, Crawford I've never been sold on just because of the injury history, and we saw the last couple seasons how his numbers were even when he was healthy. But Robin Lehner hasn't really worked out either, and they're just lacking confidence. I mean, we saw he said, what, if it gets to a shootout, coach, pull me. I can't <laughs> I can't stop anyone in a shootout. So not really good when you have a guy that's not confident in that. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't want any piece of this tandem right now. Well, he's been great peripherals-wise. If there was one guy I would own there, it would be Laner 100% by a mile. The only issue is the team in front of him, as we've seen, is just not that good. So how can he keep those peripherals up? It's probably not going to happen, and he's not going to get a lot of wins on that team. So 
let's get away from the Hawks here, boys. Yeah, and with Strom and Keith out of the lineup, they look pretty hopeless right now. So all over the Bruins in DFS and uh, ride the hot hand in the betting standpoint. How about the Colorado Avalanche going into Toronto? Uh, they'll be on the second of a back-to-back after beating the Maple Leafs. They face the Canadians, and this is another game that I'm tapping into personally. I got ranting, and I can't believe he's like mid-7,000s. That's a lock for me. Yeah, similar. I Jonas Donskoy, first line, I think he's like $4,500. How do you stay away from that? I don't care that it's a back-to-back. Montreal's, what, one win in nine games after mm-hmm. they, you know, they lost eight in a row, just won the other day. They were kind mm-hmm. of in a tailspin. But Colorado, I agree with you, Pete. you gotta got to ride them now. And one of the main downfalls for the Habs this season is their penalty kill. It's bottom in the league. And you know what? Colorado on the power play, I know they don't have a top-10 unit. That's because Rantanen was out. That's because Landis Cog was out. That's a top-10 unit when those guys are healthy. This is a very lopsided matchup. Yeah, and Landeskog, speaking of him, I saw that he was skating hard. He didn't play uh, on Tuesday, but uh, on Wednesday, but he could play tonight. We'll see. Uh, keep tabs on that for sure. Good call, Robbie, on the price bounce back the other night. I like that pick, and it came through for you. It did. It did come through. Now, again, this is not a situation where you're rolling price back no, out no, there. No. <laughs> not after watching <laughs> Landeskog, or uh, excuse me, McKinnon last night. This guy is unbelievable. And in, Davey and I are in an auto draft league where we both forgot to draft this year. And I have McKinnon. That's the only reason my team's even competitive. So watch out, Carey Price tonight. Well, we're going to do better now because we got some injury slots added in True. that league. So Rob and I don't have to drop players, <laughs> which which was the problem. So I think we're going to move up in the standings. Two guys on Montreal, though, that I think can continue to return value if they lose and even if they get blown out or mm-hmm. Joel Armia has at least four shots in each of his past five games, scores a lot of goals. He hits for season-long leagues if you want to pick him up. And also Shea Weber was in our DFS picks for this fine evening. Shea Weber's been phenomenal this year. I will say, too, watch out on Colorado's blue line. Ryan Graves up to 17% owned in Yahoo. This is a player that's plus 18 on the year. He's getting some assists. He's getting some goals. So very quietly, if you need a number 5 D-man bench spot, Ryan Graves is a perfect option for you. Yeah, Rob, those are the guys that you want in a game like tonight where you can get a defenseman for pretty cheap and he's still going to, chances are, he'll perform. And with the plus minus, just to keep an eye on, I mean, it's a relatively flawed step, but you still can find some good trends across the league. Like if a guy like Graves is so high in the plus minus, same with Boston. Look at some of their defensemen. Sometimes it's better to own, like we were talking about yesterday, mm-hmm. a Brandon Carlo, a third or fourth defenseman for the Bruins, or a Zdeno Chara over someone with some scoring upside because the guy is not going to kill you in one valuable category. Exactly. Another value defenseman I like tonight is Adam Fox for the New York Rangers. They face the okay. Columbus Blue Jackets, and I think we all might have the same player in our lineups from that game. Who is it? Artemi Panarin? Yes. In my lineup for sure. I thought about it. I ended up going with, I think, Kucherov and someone else. I'll read off my lineup at the end of the show. But, yeah, certainly Panarin with the extra motivation. Uh, I don't know what kind of reception he's going to get over there. I mean, he took them to the second round of the playoffs, but then kind of left them high and dry. So kind of a complicated legacy for him for his few years in Columbus. One thing I want to throw out to you here, Davey, surprisingly, the Blue Jackets have a much better power play this season than the Rangers. What gives? Yeah, it's very weird. You wouldn't think that. But, I mean, the the Rangers have they have mainly they have been uh, changing guys up on the power play and stuff. We know Zabinijad's back now, so he'll be there. Yeah, Panarin. They can either go with D'Angelo. We saw Fox, Troba. Mm-hmm. Fox has been playing well. So, But Columbus, to me, it's been weird because we thought, oh, they lose all these guys. you know. But they've had guys that have stepped up offensively, you know, maybe – 
they don't have as many goals of points as Panarin, but they're doing it by committee, and they're doing better than a lot of people thought they would. I have four superstars in my lineup for Thursday, and one of my fillers is Brendan Lemieux. He plays in the top six. He's like a heart and soul type guy. Has actually scored some goals and chipped in shots as well, and he's like sub 4,000. So Brendan Lemieux is a player that most people across the league who don't follow the Rangers probably don't know who he is, but he's brought a lot of grit and intensity to the top six, which has a lot of skill outside of him. So for this game, I've got three Rangers in my lineup, Panarin, Adam Fox, and Hank Lundqvist. Now that, to me, you know, when I was looking at the stats this morning, they do favor Columbus, surprisingly. So I'm just going to throw that out there, too, to the roundtable and the listeners that you cannot sleep on this Blue Jackets team. I just like the appeal in any night for DFS for the Rangers to pop off five goals. I think that Columbus could actually win this game, but Panarin, he's the kind of guy where he, he, he says that, you know, this is just another game. He can say, and I think for him, he, he actually means it. He mm-hmm. can score two goals, two points against anyone. It doesn't yeah. matter who he's playing. Mm-hmm. So, yes, it'll be a little bit different, but I think he's going to pop off tonight, but Columbus should keep it close. A lot of those guys in, in Columbus's locker room, though, have a lot of pride. Boone Jenner, Nick Felino, players like that, Cam Atkinson. They, they stuck around. They changed, you know, they had to move on from this Panarin thing. I kind of like that pick. I like Columbus to beat the Rangers. Even though the Rangers' offense is so valuable and high upside, I'm going Columbus at home to beat Panarin, their former player. Tampa faces Minnesota tonight. Nice value for gamblers on this. I was looking at this game this morning. Minnesota very quietly giving a lot of teams trouble this year, making a mm-hmm. little bit of noise in their division now, knocking at the door for the second wild card spot. Can you really feel confident about the Lightning from what we've seen so far? I don't know if you can feel confident, but I think they're going to win this game. I looked at guys like Sorelli and Palat, who are relatively cheap on the slate tonight. But then again, a guy like Parisi, who's been performing, you can mm-hmm. get him for a good value too. I think Tampa Bay is going to win, but it is surprising that Minnesota's what on an eight or nine game point streak. They're ten. playing 10 now. They're playing very mm-hmm. well. So I wouldn't say this is a lock at all for Tampa Bay, but I think they're at home and this is a game that they should win and kind mm-hmm. of have to win. Like I mentioned, I got Kucherov in my lineup, uh, 12 points in his past six games. He looks more like the Kucherov from last season, which is really good for everybody that took him number one overall, like I told them to. <laughs> so I'm glad to see that rebound. Wait, wait, wait. That's bad advice considering McDavid. There's a long way to go. The Oilers look like they're down, down, down right now. Uh, I, th- I thought they played well on Wednesday night against Ottawa. Like, I think they got a little bit robbed in that game. McDavid hmm. himself, if you watch the highlights, he single-handedly saw, yeah. was it was a video game. So, listeners, Kucherov first overall, you're probably not doing so well in fantasy right now. But it's not bad. how you start. It's how you finish, right, <laughs> true. guys? The Oilers is true. finish, uh, whatever, sixth in the <laughs> Pacific, then... It won't PD matter. Will look okay. It won't matter. McDavid will still be first in fantasy. <laughs> Things getting a little frisky here in the studio. Uh, Davey, can you play referee and take me to a place where I'd like to go? I don't know if you'd like to go to Philadelphia, but we'll go there now. We'll do Flyers, <laughs> Coyotes next up. I was looking at this. The Flyers are surprisingly, what, one or two points behind the Highlanders in the division. I think they're playing very well. I was looking tonight. I like the Flyers to win that game, even though the Coyotes, we know their goalies are good. But I like Brian Elliott tonight in the Flyers. Mm. Captain Davey taking us to Philadelphia. They've been really, really playing well, Philadelphia. Give credit to Vigneault. He's done what he's had to do with that team. 
nice little mix of youth and veterans and the goalie, Carter Hart, even Brian Elliott doing his mm-hmm. thing. So, uh, yeah, I've enjoyed the Phillies. Uh, <laughs> the Phillies. <laughs> the Flyers' little Baseball. run here. Big well, signing for the Phillies, though. Shout uh, out. Little Wheeler deal there. Yep, yep. Mets fans. Uh, Davey Satriano. <laughs> Not and a Pete. good day for Davey. Huh? <laughs> we had some bad advice on the show the other day from Robbie and, and Nikki with uh, picking Toronto. So the Flyers' home dog strategy worked out again. They won't be dogs here against the Coyotes, but, uh, yeah, Philly should win this game. They're not starting Carter Hart, though, I hear, right, guys? Brian we just Elliott. said that, but it's uh, that's Davey's goalie of the night, which is good, which is a good pick. And I do feel, you know what, Davey, you are so good with goalies that if you are listening to this program and you're thinking about Brian Elliott, not sure, I think Davey's stamp of confidence is a good one. Davey, that's your goalie of the night, Brian Elliott? That's my goalie. I'm sticking with him. Ooh, okay. Yes, and that is very true. The goalie wizard, David Satriano, if he throws throws a goalie (laughs) out there, the goalie master, I should say, if he throws a goalie out there, he's hitting like 85% of those goalies. So at least listen to Davey. I have two flyers in my lineup tonight. I have Ivan Provorov, who has been a machine. He's in double digits and power play points and plays on the first unit now, which is big. I also have Morgan Frost, who's due for a point or a goal. He's got three shots per game on the season and also during his six-game pointless drought. So when you look at his immediate impact in the NHL, I'm surprised he hasn't scored more over the stretch where he's really generating a lot. He's playing like a top-20 D-man, no doubt about it. Now we have uh, San Jose facing Carolina. This is the matchup of the worst goalies going head-to-head against each other in the NHL. So is this an over, boys, or how do we tap into this game? I think this is a definite lock for over. I mean, we know Martin Jones, yeah, he was first star of the week or third star a couple of weeks ago, but just hasn't been playing well. Four or five goals a game. The save percentage is under 900. And Carolina, too, they've been slipping lately. So I, I think this is going to be a goal fest for mm-hmm. sure. Now, Davey, would you rather play the streaming game or would you rather ride Martin Jones for the rest of the season? Because Martin Jones and the Sharks have, what, 11 wins in their past 14 games, so they do win. That's always the storyline with Jones. But there are guys out there. Tristan Jari is coming up on Matt Murray's tail right now uh, after a shutout. There's Kapo Kakinen for the uh, Minnesota Wild. There's Malcolm Subban, who's playing while Fleury is out. Some good options out there if you do want to cut the cord again on Martin Jones. Yeah, the way to look at it is Jones can get you wins, but in the other three categories, he's not going to get you goals against average, he's not going to get you save percentage, and he's not going to get you shutout. So one of four, cut him, go with streaming options, like you said. I think Jari's the best there. He had a mm-hmm. shutout last night against the Blues. I think he's eight of his ten starts this year. He's allowed two or fewer. Murray, four goals or more in his last four starts. That's not trending the right way for Murray. Sullivan's going to ride the hot hand. Jari's playing well. Subban I wouldn't go after just because Fleury's probably going to come back mm-hmm. and he's not going to get that many starts. But I think you're right. If you have Jones, I don't know why you have him, but if you do, he's got to go. And Subban and the Knights face the Islanders this evening. Should be an interesting tilt there. John Marshall so finally broke through with that low shooting percentage, had a hat trick the other night. We played the Devils, so you <laughs> so it's true. Everyone's kind of breaking through against that team for sure. But against the Islanders, will it be a different story here? Are the Knights going to be a little bit more tested, maybe low-scoring affair? I think the Knights can complete the three-game New York City area sweep, and I think they will. So that's my pick, Vegas. Uh, 
against the Islanders. Islanders are favored, I believe, in that. So uh, Alex Tuck's been really hot. Even though he's playing on the third line, he plays with good players on the power play like Marchessault, William Carlson, Riley Smith. That good trio, the fourth man at forward is Alex Tuck. That Thanksgiving Eve victory over Nashville where they scored that late goal to send it into overtime Vegas. I know they're playing these New York teams. The Islanders are a good team, but I do Mm -hmm. think they complete the sweep and Vegas Mm -hmm. wins. But that sort of got them going. And I think everyone's wondering, why is this Vegas team mediocre? Maybe they get the ball rolling. They've gotten the ball rolling. They keep it going. They sweep the New York trip, and then they take off the way they go. And just to be the patience guy here again, that's kind of my brand this season on the (laughs) show. This is Barry Trotz, head coach here. As we know, he has a very good and close personal history against the Vegas Golden Knights. So Mm. just temper expectations. Night, night, don't put your savings on this game if you have it. You know, Mm -hmm. just be just be cautious on that. No, if you're putting your savings going against Barry Trotz, then you have to get your head examined. (laughs) But I do think Vegas here is starting to play the way we've all expected them to play, Mm -hmm. and it all seemed to start with that Thanksgiving Eve late goal. And again, that, that those sorts of wins can propel teams. You know, you, I think you're really right, Bob, because they went from zero points to two points in a matter of less than one second. That's huge. That could come up huge when the playoffs roll around. But you're exactly right. They lose that game. They're still in the tailspin. That propelled them, and here they are. Yeah, and uh, we were talking about how um, some teams are breaking through lately. The Buffalo Sabres looking really good right now. They play at Calgary. Uh, their power play finally broke through the other day. They were in a one one for t- 37 hole and they uh they put henry yokoharu on the first unit he scored a power play goal so maybe he sticks here for this game against calgary i'm actually stacking him with eichel tonight uh in my dfs lineup eichel is a very good strategy very safe strategy at this point even if the sabers lose this game you can expect eichel is going to be on the scoreboard mm-hmm. now one i think thing we were talking about yesterday pete was David Riddich, goalie for the Flames, quietly trending up in the goalie ranks, making a little case for himself to get back in the top 20. Davey, are, are you good with that? I don't know how many people realize this. He's, like, leading the league in starts, too, in mm-hmm. games played. The guy hardly ever misses a game. So that's, you know, we don't see that in this day and age, guys with 65-plus starts. But he's trending there as long as he doesn't get injured. And since the coaching changed, they've been playing better. He's playing better. So I think, yeah, he's definitely moving up the charts, the rankings there. And another streaming option from this game, actually, Linus Allmark. I talked about him on the network the other day. Who do you like more in this game and moving forward? Because it might be uh, the same answer to the question, Riddick or uh, Linus Allmark if he starts. I like Riddick, but I think you're right, Pete. Allmark, the Sabres kind of had him as their goalie of the future. You know, he's played the last couple seasons, but Hutton had the amazing start, and since then he's just kind of tailed off, and maybe this is the time Allmark can take the job and run with it. It's, it's interesting. True. It's interesting for sure. I'm. I just the Sabers from what we've seen this year. We've seen Jekyll and Hyde out of that team. I don't like a goalie from a Jekyll and Hyde team. Mm-hmm. You're going to get some, you know, flash in a pan, a little bit of a hot streak, and then you're going to get a coldie. So I think I'd pass on that. I will say though, one thing for Calgary tonight that bodes well for this team. They had a very light schedule last week after the Peters debacle. So maybe they come out with some fresh legs tonight. Their lines looked absolutely horrendous huh. yesterday at practice, but. Who knows what's going on there, but I do think this is a good spot for them. Then they have Goudreau, Monaghan, and what, Kachuk all on separate yeah. lines. That's Yeah, I don't know about that one. But we actually had a couple of fan questions surrounding goalies, so I want to throw them at Davey. Fan question, Allmark or Stalock? Uh, I think you'd, I would go Allmark there just because Me too. Stalock, yeah, he's played well in the absence of Dubnik, but 
Devin Dubnik, but when he comes back, <laughs> he's going to get the starts. Um, and Minnesota, this isn't sustainable, right? First of all, I'm sorry about my pronunciation. <laughs> we all know Huberdo, Dubnik. I'm not the best, all right? I got to I'll practice. tell you, Davy Satriano is the king of having two different pronunciations for almost every single goaltender. <laughs> I mean, I can give you a goaltender. You can pronounce his name two different ways. It's a talent the way I see it. But <laughs> thanks, for, uh, thanks for correcting. Thanks for correcting because editorially we're – we're trying to strive for sterling silver, so we appreciate it. <laughs> and the last game on the slate here, boys, is Winnipeg-Dallas. Mm. These two teams have been mm. trading. One mm. game Winnipeg wins, the next mm-hmm. game Dallas wins. Mm-hmm. Hammer, hammer, job. hammer. Let's go, Dallas. <laughs> He's got the Dallas okay. green on, Bobby. Does. Okay, the, Subconscious. Cow- the Cowboys may lose on Thursday Night Football, and then their season may spiral out of control. But the Dallas Stars tonight at home. Mm-hmm. I love them. Minus 160, okay. big price. I usually stay away from wow. those prices. I usually stay away from those prices. But you know what? Winnipeg beat them the other night. Now they go back home to Dallas. Mm-hmm. Let's go, Stars. Come on. Don't let me down. I've been on a coldie, by the way. I've been a chee whiz. I mean, Pull I've up been. up a chair next to Robbie Bobby Oh, my here, God. Right? I've been struggling. I, I'm lost at sea. I got Robbie a Florentine omelet, uh, you know, made a deal with him. And since then, Robbie's flying and I'm sinking. So <laughs> I, I got to get straightened out here. But I do like the Dallas Stars tonight. I know it's a big price. I do like them. No. I, I, I don't know no pulse, because no Winnipeg just uh, continues to prove a lot of people wrong. 11-3-1 since the start of November. You look at how well Hellebuck's playing. Morrissey bounced back the other day. Patrick Laine, nobody's really talking about, has been... Uh, right, you convinced me. I'm off the, I'm yeah, off the there, stars. Uh, there are a bunch of reasons why uh, Winnipeg should not be played around with, I think. I wasn't. I didn't realize, Pete, that Winnipeg was doing that well until you mentioned the numbers, but... I have Morrissey in my lineup just because he's a good value tonight. But mm-hmm. I do agree with Bob here. I think Dallas is going to win this game. I think I'm back on the stars. <laughs> this is it's not a lock for me, but I do think they're going to win. They've been struggling lately after that really incredible run they were on. But mm-hmm. whether it's Bishop or Kudobin, their goalies are like 220, 230 mm-hmm. goals against average. They're playing unbelievable. It doesn't matter who they throw in there. And Winnipeg offense isn't as high-powered as it's been in the past, so I think the Stars take this one at home. Do we know who's getting the start tonight? Is it going to be Bishop? It's got to be Bishop. It's got to be Bishop, right? just lost to the yeah. Jets. Okay, okay, let's go Stars. I'm yeah. back on the Stars. Yeah. I flip-flopped three or four times based on what PD and Davey said. <laughs> Robbie, what do you have to say about this game? I might flip-flop back to the Jets. This is a DWG for Rob. I mean, this is a great <laughs> team that if these teams meet in the playoffs somehow, it would be a phenomenal series. So you're just watching tonight. I'm watching, and you okay. know what? I'd love to stack up, but when Hellebuck's playing this well and Bishop's playing this well, that might be an under for Robbie. Oh, okay. All right. Now I'm taking the under. Thank you, Robbie. <laughs> and Robbie will be able to watch it because it's an 8.30 start tonight. So that, he'll be able to. I will say that's even getting close now. I tried to watch The Irishman the other day. That movie's three and a half hours long. It's I'm on my third night of trying to finish mm. it. Jeez, unless you started at 4 p.m., Rob. I don't <laughs> know what's happening. Took me two sittings to get through it. I'll save my comments for The Irishman. I would suggest the best way to watch The Irishman is at your home on Netflix mm-hmm. and don't go to the theater. Don't do it. Go get yourself some, what do they call it? Pop secret popcorn or mm-hmm. some yep, low fi- Yeah, there, there you have it. And uh, pour yourself a nice uh, Coca-Cola and uh, try to duplicate the movie experience, movie theater experience at your home because mm-hmm. three hours is tough too much. in the theater. Too much. <clears throat> Can't watch movies during the week. There's too much going on now. College basketball started, hockey every single night, at least five games lately every single night. So too much going on. That's weekend 
downtime for me. Okay, let's get to the chase. Cut to the chase, I should say. And let's go through our DFS picks. Please make it quick. Okay, our listeners, they're very busy people also. They don't have a lot of time to, mm-hmm. to digest all of this. So let's fire through the DFS lineups. I'm going to start, first of all, who's ready to go? Because people are looking at their phones. Peter's ready, ready to go. Peter, fire away. I got Eichel stacked with Yokoharu. They're together on the first power play. Morgan excuse Frost. Excuse me, excuse me. Peter's been ready since like Wednesday morning, by the way. <laughs> he's jumping. <laughs> he's, he's flying with his picks. He's ready to roll. He told me to keep it, he did, keep he it did. brief. But anyway, Eichel, Yokoharu, Frost, Provorov, Kucherov, Rantanen, Donskoy. So three different stacks I got. Uh, Brendan Lemieux and Tuka Rask. Two U's, two K's, two points. Yeah, very Rask. Nice. I can pronounce that one. Rask. Very nice. Tuka Rask. Oh, there you go. Can you say it again, Davey? Rask. Okay. Why don't you <laughs> give me your picks, please? So I have, I got two stacks as well, Pete. I have Sorelli and Palat for Tampa Bay. Krejci, Marchand, Bruins. I also mentioned Donskoy. Um, defense, Morrissey, Slavin, Carolina. We haven't really talked about Carolina, but Jacob Slavin's mm-hmm. been playing really well. Really and good. as I mentioned, yeah. in goal, Brian Elliott. Nice. Okay, very Elliott. nice, Davey. And I'm going to try to paint a picture of how you just read those picks with the uh, with the way you're holding the paper, your glasses. I wish I had a camera on you. <laughs> you look like a like an 18th century sort of politician uh, with the way you read those picks. But very nice. Brian Elliott, though. Next time I'll bring my quill pen, feather pen, oh, to nice. complete the look. A little ink. Brian Elliott, that's your goalie lock, huh? Yes. I love it. Okay, stand wow. Stand by, stand by. Wow. I like to pick boys. Uh, rip it rip it through, Robbie. Rip and it through. And mine, David Krejci, Strom, Panarin. Well, to clarify, Ryan Strom, David Pasternak, Matthew Kachuk, Connor Garland. No one's talking about him. Only $3,700 in FanDuel, boys, for the Coyotes' leading scorer. Then Adam Fox, Charlie McAvoy, and Henrik Hank the third Lundqvist. And I rarely do this, but I'll give my DFS picks for tonight. Only one game on the slate, but I like Dak Prescott to have a big night against Chicago. Give me Khalil Mack. He's going to have at least a sack and a half, sack or two. And I think the Cowboys will find the way. They will find the way. They may Mm-mm. not cover They Mm-mm. might not cover the three points. They lose outright, Robbie? The they, Cowboys lose outright. Bears money line was my Ooh. lock tonight on the show, boys. Okay. All righty. So those are my DFS picks for a <laughs> Thursday. And let's go through the best bets. We'll start with, and Peter's ready. He's been ready since Wednesday morning, as I said, Peter. Well, by the way, the Cowboys and everybody in the NFC East should just forfeit that playoff <laughs> spot because nobody deserves it. It's incredible. I can't believe the Eagles <laughs> lost to the Dolphins, but let, let's move forward <laughs> here. Sad. Give me your best bets, Pete. I like Vegas over the Islanders uh, for some reason, uh, just to keep their streak going. I think uh, Buffalo wins in Calgary. I like uh, this is like a set the tone type of game for a crucial Western Canada road trip. I like Columbus at home against the Rangers, and that's that for me. Boston's definitely going to kill Chicago too, by the way, so parlay them with somebody else. Nice. I like those picks. The teams I feel good about tonight, this evening, are Boston. No surprise there. I do like Calgary. A little bit of a reset for them. And then on the fly, on the cuff, I'm going to throw this one out there too. You know what? When I was looking at the under in that Winnipeg-Dallas game, I think I have to shy away from that just Mm -hmm. because the Jets with Line A and Co. And then the Stars, Sagan, as we mentioned, he's due. So I think I'd fade away from that. But to recap, the two teams I like this evening are Boston and Calgary. Nice. All right, let me get my uh, bifocals on here. Check the sheet. <laughs> We've got, I like, as I said, I agree with Pete. My, I think Columbus is going to beat the Rangers. My lock would be the over in the San Jose-Carolina game. I think the Sharks win it, but I think it's going to be like 5-4 or something like that. So I'm the only one on the rags tonight? I just think Columbus is going to, this means a lot for them. They're gonna sh- this yeah. guy left, and they're not 
tanking. They're not doing poorly like people thought. So I think Columbus is going to come out firing. Who's the best player on the ice? He wears number 10 for the New York Rangers. <laughs> That's who I've got my stock in tonight. And I want to see that statement. I want to see the future of the New York Rangers on display. To win a big game like that with a big storyline, you've got to have your star player score goals. He will. He'll, he'll get you a point tonight. 100%. Let's not forget about Boone Jenner. I know Peter loves Boone Jenner. So <laughs> Watch, he has like a two, yeah, two has goals a big tonight, night. big hit. All right, so uh, my was, cold streak my cold streak has been quite cold. So, you know, um, I'm going to give one pick, and I sort of already gave it. I like the Dallas Stars. I don't love okay. the price at minus 160. I hear what everyone is saying about the Winnipeg Jets and how good they've been, but Ben Bishop in net at home – they're coming off the loss to Winnipeg. I like the Stars tonight. This is a rare scenario where I lay the price minus 160 and take the favorite, but that's what I'm doing tonight. Oh, and one thing on the Jets here that I'll throw out, all they need is a defenseman. If there's a team that has a plethora of defensemen, the Jets are going to be calling around the trade deadline, and watch out. If they get that one player, that could be a difference maker. Trade partner Avalanche, maybe? They have a plethora of Sabres. defensemen? Sabres. Sabres? Yeah. Okay, I don't know what I'm talking about as far perfect. as the trade. line in a Jets jersey? Holy wow. smokes. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, um, what a joy it was to have Davey in the studio. Thank you so much, Davey. I don't know how I let this go, but I think the Rangers, Columbus could win, even if Evelis Merzlikens doesn't <laughs> get the start. He's Corpy, back. huh? So he's he's back, but I don't think he's going to start. But, hey, they should just for you. Oh, we'll have to get you back for the primo debut on Friday, the 20-year-old goalie. Oh, yes, yes. I'm covering the Rangers-Canadians game Friday, and Price is not going to start. He's starting tonight. They're going with the rookie goalie who's uh, supposedly going to take wow. over in Montreal. Okay, Davey. Okay. <laughs> but before we before we say goodbye, Davey, can we get a quick uh, preview of your weekend? got a big weekend plan, don't you, Davey? This is rare, by the way. Davey leaving the tri-state area. <laughs> He's got something on the agenda. Davey, what do we, what do we got cooking? This is rare. I'm taking off Saturday only, usually here in the office, going to Nashville with my friend. We're doing oh. Devil's Predators, P.K. Subban's return to Nashville. Mm-hmm. So we're going to Nashville. Bob, I'm going to have to ask you about some spots oh, because I'm gonna I've give never you, been there. I'm going to so. give you a couple spots, Davey. Nashville, one of the great cities in America. You'll have a great time. Just be safe. I know you like to get a little loosey-goosey at times. <laughs> All right. Always walk with, <laughs> always walk with your little partner. Buddy that you system, have. buddy system, buddy system. Yep. Make sure you're in sight. I know you can kind of be like a shadow and disappear at times. Always be in sight. You'll have a great time. And the arena, first game there in Nashville. Oh, you're gonna love it. Oh, what a time! Subban, what a trip! Is this the first time he's back in Nashville? Yeah. First time. Yeah. yeah. Wow. First Revenge and only game time. in person. Mm, mm, Davy. Davy. Game in person. Are we gonna get updates on the uh, on the stories, Instagram stories? I kind of want to follow you all weekend with the yeah. What's with your the handle? Updates. What's your what's the handle? What's the Instagram handle? Let's go. The Instagram handle is at dsatria one number one because you know Obviously. there's so many satrianos out there that they were taken but i have an iphone 6 guy so i'm not sure how much i'll be able to update Davey, i want try. more martin scorsese like <laughs> stories from you okay that's the least you can do that's the least you can do for our <laughs> listeners pd has something to say and then we got to wrap up because we're yeah, going i mean way I, I just want i want a photo dropped into my inbox in my in my text i mean i feel like i always have to ask you like oh send me a pic from your seats in st louis or in boston or yeah davy help help us out man. we, we live vicariously through you we really do and the listeners are going to start doing that also because you live a charmed life there's no question about it uh, guys, I will. We'll get one in the group chat. But real quick before we go, I was telling Rob and Pete this before. Mm-hmm. One of our friends of the show at the Kings Capitals game last night. 
she sent me a text and said, someone loves the goalie master. I said, what? She said, they listen to the NHL podcast. And I said, yeah, they probably just like Pete and Rob. She goes, no. He said to me, you know David Satriano, the goalie master? <laughs> He's global now. Ladies He's global. And and watch out. Don't let it get to your head, Davey. People are talking about him in L.A. And wow. well, co- big. You coast there. to coast, as Kevin Harlan likes to say, coast to coast. Next up, Hollywood Star, maybe on yes. the walk. Okay, we're, we got to wrap up. We're gonna. I'm just gonna get emails and texts from the higher up saying, "What are you guys doing right now?" <laughs> so, Peter, put a bow on it, please. So, thanks again for listening. Thanks for Davey for hopping on the show. We'll be back at you on Friday for another program. Friday, another program, and rate and review. I think we're right at 199. Please we're push us over. We're at 200. Yep. 200. Oh my god. Well, we have to wrap up. We'll celebrate tomorrow, Friday. We'll have a big celebration at the top of the show. Tune in to hear it. Uh, we appreciate your patronage. We appreciate your listening. And we'll be with you Friday, tomorrow, for another episode. 200th review. We should get like one of those little commemorative pucks uh, written okay. in Sharpie. So we'll get that done. I'll talk we'll to those the- on our desks. So for Bender. I'll talk to the folks at Mahogany Row. Get that done. Sounds good. Bender, Satriano, Reese, and Jensen. Talk to you on Friday here on NHL Fantasy on Ice.